Hey everyone, and uh, welcome back to another episode of Big Black Girls Small Kink World. Um, it has been a wild, wild time, and I want to apologize for not being as consistent with the episodes. But man, 2020 was a fucking year, and then 2021 started out insane. But I want to make sure that I'm a little bit more consistent with um, how often I post. Um, On the bright side, though, um, this episode is going to be just a little bit different because I actually got some questions from you guys, from some listeners. So I wanted to answer some of those. And since, you know, it's been a year since we started Big Black Girl, Small Kink World, about a year and a month. And I just wanted to say thank you all for staying with me and listening to my journey, to my weird sexual kink journey. Um, and so thank you. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to go uh, go over these questions. They aren't all kink related, but they are interesting. I, I'm only got, I'm gonna go with some three that I liked the most. And I'm not gonna mention the, um, the sender's names because they didn't uh, like mention that I should or shouldn't. So, you guys, if you want me to answer any questions, you have any stories you want me to read or talk about, please send me, you know, a message in these different ways. You can send me a message on Tumblr, um, big black girl, big black girl, small kink world.tumblr.com. Then we got, you can send me a message on IG. Same thing, big black girl, small kink world on IG. And Facebook, I have a group as well. You can message me there, big black girl, small kink world on at Facebook. And I have a group. Um, you can also message me on FetLife. My FetLife name is Sexual Chocolate. Four. Not one, two, or three. Four. <laughs> okay. So the first message I got, uh, well, not the first one, but the first, like, non-sexual one I got <laughs> um, was, uh, what other nerd things are you into? And I'm sure I've missed, I, you know, at the beginning first few episodes I mentioned you know a couple of things that I'm into but I figure you know why not go into a little bit more information there um so I have a lot of different nerdy interests um a lot of them involving like history um sci-fi science you know um and mythology and religion so I have a lot of interests I guess you can say my main interest is the human condition and i think it's interesting how humans sort of um express that condition and explain things that they can't otherwise explain um so that's why that's my my issues or my interest in sci-fi science and technology and then theology like all those things are kind of really connected for a lot of humans and it's interesting to see how that plays out in our fears in our dreams you know and, and those those i feel like those things you can follow in the stories and in the histories and the legends that they tell you know different cultures and everything that's what i mean by they um but yeah so it's that's kind of where my interest is <laughs> interest is that's where my interests lie um so when it comes to like film and like 
move like movies and shows my interests are always in shows and movies that introduce me to an interesting new culture or introduce me to or reintroduce me to old fairy tales or fairy like creatures or things like that so like for example currently i'm watching the winx saga which is not great but i'm interested in that lore of fairies and things like that um i'm interested in the lore you know surrounding things like moana and and you know like that's a completely different uh like that's a a culture that does not belong to me so i'm always interested in learning more about things like that and just understanding people and you know foods and all kinds of interesting like things like that so um very into mythology very into like like getting into star wars right now getting into Uh, finishing Supernatural, which I really appreciated because they kind of pulled from so many different types of cultures and different beings. That was really cool. Um, So yeah, that kind of stuff. Really into comic books too. Um, Comic books offer that kind of other world escapism that I appreciate in fantasy, um, fantasy escapes, you know, that kind of stuff. So like Lord of the Rings, definitely right up my alley. Game of Thrones, right up my alley. Um, but yeah, so interested in those kinds of things as well. Um, comic books also, um, I'm more of a DC girl, but I like fucks with Marvel. Um, and the Disney conglomerate has a whole, um, so yeah, very interested in a few of those, those kinds of things. Um, let's see. Uh, another question I actually got, well, I actually got this question a few times from a few different readers. Oh, readers, my goodness, listeners. Um, so the question is, do you enjoy being fetishized? And it took me some time to figure it out, like to think this over, because on some levels, being fetishized can be considered a positive. Like I could see why somebody might think, oh, but you know, that makes you special and unique. And that's why people are interested in you. And like, yeah, I can see that that play out in somebody's mind as positive. But when it comes down to it, when people look at you for only what you seem to provide for them, then it, the exchange is always going to be lacking on, on one side or the other, you know, because people aren't fetishes. Like we're, we're human beings. So like, even though, yeah, I'm a black girl. So some people fetishize me for my skin tone. It's, it's like, I'm also, I'm also not, you know, that's not all I am. So it's like, you know, black people aren't a monolith. So it's not like, fucking one black girl means you fucked all of us you know what i mean like some some black girls love rough sex some black girls do not some black girls love big dicks some black girls don't you know like there's so many different types of black women so like one time i actually did hook up with a man who was absolutely fetishizing me which i didn't really notice until i was you know you know his cock was in my mouth and he's asking me questions like whether or not I know how to rap or sing, which is like, what? You know, like, like, first of all, how are you thinking this while I'm deep throating you? Like, number one, where is your brain? Number two, like, how sucky is that? Like, just to, you know, like, we're, tr- I, I'm just a human person. I am not a representative of every single black person. So can it be cute? I guess, <laughs> you know, like on some level, 
sure it can be cute to be fetishized but it really depends on the person and it depends on the time of of life of day like you know like some days some days it's i'm cool with it some days it's not so bad and some days i'm like you know what actually no fuck you like somebody will message me and be like "Ooh, i love chocolate pussy and i'm just like nah fuck you like fuck you and everything about you for that <laughs> like just you know just because he caught me he was fetishizing me on the wrong day all right sometimes sometimes it feels cute and sometimes it just isn't and I don't really know what else to say about it. You know, like it's tough <laughs> because I can understand why somebody could think that it could be a positive. Like, hey, at least somebody wants to fuck you for this specific reason. And it's like, no, though, I don't appreciate that. Like, I want to be fucked with because of who I am. Like, that, which is why one of the things that I do, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, um, it's one of the things I do is I have a checklist, right? Like a list of things that I ask a man that I'm about to hook up with or that I'm interested in fucking. Like, this is all before we meet in person. Like, I'm going to ask you these 20 fucking questions because I need to have an understanding of who you are before we meet up. And in those questions is like, am I the first black girl you fucked with? Am I the first fat girl you fucked with? And I ask those things specifically because I want to understand how comfortable this person is with people who look like me. For a number of reasons like if i'm your first fat girl then i'm not gonna be as comfortable with like being naked around you or or getting on top of you if 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 you love fat girls and you were like listen fat girls are my shit this is all i do is fat girls <laughs> i'm like okay sounds like a weird fetish but at least i know that i can likely sit on his face and i won't get much many complaints you know before or after he dies <laughs> I'm just kidding. Obviously, you know, he's a grown man. And he can tell me when he's going to suffocate. But that's my point is like, he's, he's already understanding that that's probably where the night will go. <laughs> like, that's okay. <laughs> Versus somebody who doesn't know, you know, who hasn't hooked up with a fat girl telling me to sit on his face. It's like, wow, hold on. So are you prepared? Have you tried breathing under just like, a bunch of pillows like I just want to make sure he's prepared for you know the soft smoothie deliciousness that is my full ass on his face you know and I can't prepare for so like somebody for that they have to prove to me that they are ready so that's what the questions are for because being fetishized isn't exactly very fun you know like it can be I guess but I kind of feel like in situations where I was feeling that being fetishized was okay or felt nice or felt fine, I wasn't feeling the best about myself. So let's say that. I don't know what it is for everybody else because everybody, you know, there's people who have entire kinks off of like getting off on just being like an object or, you know, there's a ton of different kinks out there. There's a humiliation kink. There's a degradation kink. So for some people, being fetishized could absolutely be their thing. For me, it's, it's not really. I, I mean, depending on the situation, depending on like whether or not it's a gangbang scenario or like a different scenario that I've cooked up in my brain, like maybe. But unless it's that, like if it's somebody coming at me and, I, you know, it's clear that he's fetishizing me and I'm the only black girl or I'm the first black girl, I'm 
you know, the 16th black girl, he's trying to get to 20, like, <laughs> in those situations, like, it's pretty clear what the fetishizing is, and it's not as exciting at all, so, not so much. The The short answer to that is not so much. <laughs> Sorry, just spent, you know, six minutes answering that. Um, the next question I got which um i got for a lot from a lot of ladies thank you lady listeners you are my faves sorry male listeners you are cool too but yeah um um, the question is what helped you feel feminine and i feel like i've gone over this a few times but i definitely don't mind doing it again um basically feeling feminine is i feel like a trial um, some days it's really tough. I always sort of feel girly. Like that's guess that's definitely like who I am. Like I've learned that over the years that I am a girly woman. Like I enjoy the color pink. I enjoy florals. I enjoy dressing up prissy. I've looked at many, many teacup sets in the last three to four months. Like I am the epitome of a woman who enjoys feminine things but um it took I think um an acceptance of who I was to to feel feminine um for a number of reasons I thought that I wasn't able to be feminine which I think obviously I think we've gone over this a few times but as a fat woman being feminine has been difficult for me, um, especially growing up without many options of like how to dress cute or, you know, things that fit me that would fit my my vision of myself or the version of myself I wanted to be in high school, which was, by the way, super slutty goth. Like, oh my God, I really, guys, I really wanted to be super slutty goth. There is a Snapchat filter right now with like, you know, a very gothy look. And listen, I am obsessed. Yeah, I definitely wanted to be a super slutty goth and I'm sad that I never got to be the super slutty goth of my dreams, you know, but it's definitely okay, you know, because now I can be the super slutty goth uh, in my thirties that I've always wanted to be. So I'm definitely bringing it around full slurp. Uh, oh my goodness. I can't speak full circle. <laughs> I was going to say full slurkle. So, you know, staying up there lucky to nice to see I'm not rusty um but yeah other than that it's it's just like a a connection like something clicked in me and I was like you know what I like this so I'm going to fucking get it and just do it and be it and and that's it you know I like bright colors I enjoy long hair I enjoy being submissive and cute and and feeling small and uh sometimes I like to do the opposite of those things and I like to be the the other side of feminine which is the the strong doesn't take no shit feminine you know and I I like that too so I have like a lots of duality inside of me there's definitely like the submissive little girl kind of type thing wouldn't call myself a little but I can definitely like see that a lot of myself was was sort of stunted in my teens you know so there's like some issues there <laughs> which ooh, thanks for therapy but like stuff like that like I can see that little girl bit of myself and then there's like that grown powerful woman part of myself that is right there too so 
it's it's just taken a lot of getting to know myself and giving myself space to grow and become who I who I know I could be. Um, and I'm not at all done growing, so still more to come. But yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for sending in some questions. Um, again, send me questions anywhere. You can find me on FetLife, Instagram. You can find me on Tumblr, on Facebook. Send me a message. Send me a question. You can also email me at bigblackgirlsmallkinkworld at gmail.com. And I will find your message and I will answer your shit on the fucking air, guys. Um, do let me know in your message how you would like me to address you. Um, because I don't want to, like, spill people's names without consent. Um, you know, I mean, I don't have, like, too many listeners, but I don't want to get anybody in trouble for anything. So, um, definitely, uh, let me know how you'd like me to address you or if at all. Um, and yeah, I'd hope to hear from you guys. Love this audience interaction. Well, since this episode is about the new year and it's basically going to be called new year nude me, (laughs) um, I thought I would go over some resolutions that I plan on doing this year. Um, other than just, you know, being more consistent, but also, um, Things like putting myself first. I've been working on this for a really long time. Like really putting myself in a position where I look out for who for me first before I look out for other people. Because I'm the youngest of four in a decently sized family. And it is so easy, I think, to put other people before myself. Um, especially my friends that I love and care about, you know, and things like that. So... So yeah, um, the last few years have been eye-opening and I've learned so much and I thought that maybe, I don't know, I, I never really thought I would be in the place that I'm in now, which is where I'm alone, but I feel so positive in it. Like I feel positive in my space. 2020 was hard at first, you know, because of all the you know, removing of the social graces and things like that. But one thing that I learned this last year is that being social was allowing me to hide from myself a lot of the time. Um, it was a way to escape, you know, being home with my thoughts and thinking about the things that hurt over and over and over again. Um, which is another reason why, I don't know if I, I'm sure I've mentioned on some episode that I sleep, I used to sleep with music on. And that was one of the reasons why, because it was so hard to fall asleep without like constantly thinking and overthinking and rethinking about things in my life, negative, positive, scary, like just over and over again. And um, I think I finally reached a space where I'm comfortable with my thoughts and with myself um, as a person. You know, I probably haven't done enough shadow work, which is where you sort of dive into the darkest parts of yourself and dredge up what you can and heal what you can and fix what you can, you know. Uh, I haven't done too much of that, so I'm probably going to focus on that this year. But as far as where I've come and, and where I was and the freedom I have, the safeties I have, the world that I've built for myself, I feel like I've done pretty well, even in 2020, where I had a hard year, but you know, it was still really productive. It was still very positive for me, even though it was, I know it was difficult for the country, difficult for the, for the world, you know, and difficult for a lot of people who lost loved ones 
for me, it ended up being incredibly positive. It put me in a place where I could stand up against my family um, and, and choose myself. It put me in a place where I could, you know, really showcase who I've become as a person, as a grown person. And it's, it's been pretty positive. And I actually get to take a chance on myself this year and do something I've been trying to do for, you know, what seems like a while now, a, a new goal, a new career opportunity. So, you know, things are popping. So put myself first. Um, it's something that I am definitely doing and working towards. And I feel like it's going pretty well so far. I hope this isn't too boring for you guys. <laughs> I, I know we're like used to kink stuff, but I, I will say like these things, it definitely works in relationships and things like that too. Like put yourself first, meaning if you don't want to be there, don't fucking be there. You know, like that's, and that's always going to be me. And I have spoken to some new interesting men and I have made sure to let them know what I'm looking for up front so that we're being honest straight out the gate. You know what I mean? So like, so just a whole different attitude for this year, which is, which is working out pretty well for me. Um, my next resolution is to be serious about boundaries when it comes to safety and health. Um, And by that, I mean mental health as well. So, and I'm sure I've talked about this before. I feel like I'm saying that a lot tonight, (laughs) but I feel like, you know, obviously this is a no brainer. Like to take care of yourself, you need to be able to actually take care of yourself. And a lot of people, I think, um, put, you know, sex before a lot of things, including their safety. And that's not... I used to think that, you know, maybe that was okay and like kind of cute and like, you know, he's so eager. No, it's not cute anymore. I'm an adult person. I understand how, what the, the importance of safety. I ask every person about it and coronavirus has only made me more aware of that. So at this point, you know, I am doubly aware of safety and making sure that I don't squinch, squinch. Wow. I don't ignore those boundaries at, at all. Those are important to me. Um, and number three, my third resolution is to not settle. I will not be settling for, for just anything this year. I will be making sure that, that the things that I have in my life are the things that I've chosen, whatever they may be. So chosen, uh, in, in the capacity with the capacity to fully understand what that choice means um for myself so that's what i think i will be working on this year um i also was uh working on you know some some interesting uh resolutions like um like having a kinky reading list and um you know possibly you know working on like you know, like art and stuff like that, like how to express myself in different ways. Um, But I do still have some books I'm interested in reading and working on my own poetry book. So those are some other resolutions that I will have um, some really intense time to focus on finally. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I just thought I would give us a cute little check-in where we just talked a little bit about me for the next year. Um, and about the podcast for the next year. So, um, I know we've talked, we've talked about a lot of 
interesting things and February is literally around the corner so I thought I would focus on some black stories and things like that in February focusing on maybe not race play but fetishization and other things maybe more in depth being black and kinky in the black community and things like that um I also wanted to focus on relationships like poly relationships you know unicorns and that kind of interesting thing that we also you know encounter in in the kink world pretty often is you know what people are looking for looking for from you and things like that so I mean I'm really excited guys I know that it's been a tough time and I really appreciate all of my sweet listeners so thank you so much for hanging out and participating in this journey with me and I hope that your journeys are going just as swimmingly if not more so um but yeah, thanks again. And don't forget to check us out. Remember, we're literally on all the social media. Just search for Big Black Girl, Small Kink World, and I will pop up. Um, and it has been great uh, talking to you guys. So thanks again. And uh, have a great night. And Happy New Year. Or should I say, Nude Year. <laughs>